Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. So that's how I solve any issue that I have now. So just sit down and think about it first. Think about the problem. Think about the solution and then execute that solution. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. Lane B. Waller is a financial educator, investor, and global speaker that coaches young women in our communities on the importance of financial literacy, wealth to build, and obtain their family legacy. With Lane's knowledge and skills in finances, she will change the trajectory for women in business. All right, let's dig in. All right, Lane, can I get an oh yeah? Nice, nice. First of all, Lane, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with us. I know that you're busy and you have a hundred things that you could be doing, but you decided to be here with us. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. The next thing I like to do is to ask you to tell us about yourself. When I say that, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. Hey, so I am Elaine B. Waller. I am a founder and CEO of Vermont Financial. I am a financial educator, a tax professional, as well as a speaker. So with me, I have been in the financial industry for about four to five years, as well as sales management. I've seen a lot of issues with credit and financial issues, as well as my own. My experience basically paved the way for Vermont Financial. My story actually starts with a paid eviction. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I had no savings, no emergency fund, and so many collections on my credit report. Basically, my bad credit stopped me from doing a lot of things and even stopped me from moving to a new city. I had so many things going on, but you know, after being denied so many times, I realized that I had to change a lot of things in my life. You know, I've spent so much money on high interest rates. Time was being wasted. And I finally decided that I wanted to make that change. So I started studying more about finances for myself, budgeting, you know, dedicating years of continuous research on everything that involves public records, taxes, personal expenses, as well as our own personal consumer laws. I am a mother of three. I have three beautiful children, one boy and two girls. And I wanted to make those great strides in my finances to basically spend more time with them. You know, it's hard to be a mother and your children want to do certain things and you don't have the financial means to do it. 
if you do have the financial means to do it, you don't have the time to do it because you're working like two to three jobs. You're working like a dog. I realized that I had the means to understand finances. And once I did and got myself together, people started noticing and wanted me to help them as well. So I dedicated my time and flourishing Vermont Financial for the public, especially for my community. I'm confident my team and I, we take great care of our clients because we understand the struggles that they go through. I'm an example to educate my own children because I want them to know the struggles as they're young now about finances. Because it's something that people don't want to talk about. They have an uncomfortable situation or uncomfortable relationship with money. And I feel like I am the connection there. You know, I want to make it fun. I want to make it educational. And I want to make it a solution to your problems. As a financial educator, I am here to restore and help you build back your finances so you're not back in the same situation over and over and over again. And also to educate you on how to maintain that in your life, your personal life, as well as your business. So my thing is, I always tell people, we're going to knock these goals out one day at a time. So that is basically who I am. Awesome. Let's take a step back and learn a little bit more about you. What is your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do is read as well as shop. (laughs) So... I'm not the typical shopper where I like to go to the mall and get a whole bunch of clothes and shoes and have a decked out wardrobe or a decked out closet. I like to shop on books. I like to shop on electronics, basically things that's going to help build up my household. One of the favorite things I like to look for is books that's going to develop me as a person and as a woman looking into books that's going to help develop my situation with my children, being a better mother, you know, being a better woman in general, and traveling. Traveling is also something that I really enjoy as well. Because I've been in a situation where I have been in North Carolina for seven years now, and I would never travel outside of my state because I just had this thing of not having the many resources to do it or even the financial means. So now I try to take at least one trip, at least out of my state or the country one time out of the year to just enjoy life and not be all about business or be professional. (laughs) So that's one of the things that I do enjoy doing the most is shopping for books as well as reading and traveling. Got it. Now, this next question sometimes throws people off, but I love to ask it because of the different answers that I get. If you can meet anyone in the world, who would it be and what would you say to them? Ooh, wow. (laughs) Anyone in the world. It would definitely be Michelle Obama. I have never met her, but I definitely want to meet her one day. I have read her book and it has definitely transformed my mindset as a woman and as a mother. For me, I would just want to ask her, like, how was she able to still stand on her own and still support her husband? Because sometimes as women, when we get married, we can get lost within supporting our spouse. We get lost within ourselves and we sacrifice so many things just to support other people. So I just would love to ask her in a deeper form, like a one-to-one conversation, how was she able to still stand out? as her own brand, as her own woman, and even as a mother, because that for me is very inspirational. Like she can still do her own thing and still be amazing. And everyone just has the utmost respect for her. So 
that's one person I would definitely choose. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I could be a fly on the wall if that conversation ever does happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one day, fingers crossed, one day. <laughs> yeah, you never know. So are you the type of person that would get started? Because I've always wondered if I were to meet some of these you know, big name people, would I be cool or would I kind of freeze and not have any anything to say? What do you what do you think? If you if you were to walk in right now and say, hey Lane, how's it going? Would you freeze or would you be ready with your question? So in the beginning, yes, I would freeze. I wouldn't like start screaming. You know how people see celebrities and they start screaming and acting like a groupie. <laughs> I would not do that. I would try to be as calm as possible. I would have to like take at least 10 seconds to be like, okay, this person is really in front of me. This person's a legend. People have the utmost respect for her. So I would try to, I guess, manifest that moment for like 10 seconds and then have a casual conversation, like not go straight into questions. And I, I got to ask you this, I got to ask you that. I would just ask them like, you know, how's their day? How's everything going? And what do they have going on now? Just have that casual conversation like we're just friends because you don't want to like go all into it like you're looking for something because I don't feel like that's right I don't like when people do that to me so I just really would just get to know her as a person you know to be treated as a human being and not like a prop or something of a high figure where everyone is bombarding them with so many questions and everybody wants to know so many different things I would just act like we're we are complete friends having a conversation that way, I feel like we will both be comfortable because you don't want to come into it like you're looking for something. Now, you mentioned in your response there that you admire her for a number of reasons. Her background, her upbringing, right? South side of Chicago. And now she's this, as you said, a legend, a first lady. And that cemented her forever. So obviously, there were things that she had to overcome in her life to get to where she is now. What about you? How does Lane overcome challenges? The way I overcome challenges is I first, I pray. I pray for wisdom because I'm the type of person sometimes I can speak before I think and that is not healthy. <laughs> you have to think before you speak. So I pray for discernment that I'm going to say the right things and make the right choices and the right decisions. Second of all, I have to see the brighter picture of certain things. I know everything is not going to go the best way for me every day. So I look at what I do have and not what I don't have. And then I work towards what I need to get. I don't try to linger on uh, bad situations for a long time because it's not going to help it. I try to look into more solutions. You know, if there's something going on with a client of mine, I look for a solution before we can harbor on the problem because that's not going to initially help us look at different solutions and then propose that to them and let them know this is the different things I've came up with and let me know what you think about it so we can solve this issue. And that's what I do with my own personal issues because I feel like communication is a very, very big thing that we lack. If you just communicate with certain people about certain things, you don't know how that person can potentially help you. And I had to learn that the hard way. I was just making drastic decisions without even thinking and without even thinking about smart, intelligent, solutions to those issues. So that's how I solve any issue that I have now. To so just sit down and think about it first, think about the problem, think about the solution, and then execute that solution. Perfect. So what are your top two keys to success? My top two keys to success 
is first patience because if you are wanting to be successful in anything, whether it's business, career, school, you have to realize that it's not going to be right away. Now, it does happen for people right away and that is absolutely amazing for them, but it doesn't happen for everyone that way. And it didn't happen for me. So patience is definitely the first thing that we have to look into. And not many of us have it, including me. I always use myself as an example. I was not the one who had much patience. I wanted things to be done right then and right there. Like I've worked so hard. Why is it not happening right now? And I had to look at the bigger picture and see that if this is my purpose, it's going to happen at at its right time. You know, certain people are going to see it and that's when things are going to be absolutely amazing. And the second thing would be consistency because people need to see how consistent you are in whatever you're wanting to achieve. Consistency is not something that's going to be one or two times or a couple of times a week. It has to be all the time. And that's something that we sometimes fail in. We do something for the time being because it's popular. And then when it starts to fade, we stop doing it. You have to continue being consistent in whatever you want to do because that's what people are going to look at. If you see me and my business, I've been consistent with the same thing every week because I want to show people the growth in it. The more you're consistent in whatever you're trying to succeed in, the more it's going to grow. So those are my two keys to success. So speaking of consistency in your business, tell us about your business. What is your company and what do you guys do? So we are basically like a financial firm, a one-stop shop. We provide a various keys of financial lifestyle consulting services. Three key points is financial coaching, helping our clients create a budgeting or start an emergency fund, helping them with their debt reduction or organizing their finances and providing them with a personalized budget system that's going to help them have a great relationship with their money and their finances as well as their expenses. And then we also help with bookkeeping. So bookkeeping is something that I came across about seven, eight months ago when I was a tax professional and people would come to me with so many receipts and everything was out of order. So I decided to get certified in bookkeeping to help especially small business owners learn more of how to separate their personal and business expenses. Because when it comes to IRS and the tax separation time, you want to make sure that you're as organized as possible so you're not penalized. And that's where I go into tax separation. We offer tax separation for families, individuals, as well as small business owners and corporations to understand the success of having a good tax return, providing all the forms needed, making sure they're understanding their deductions and their write-offs. And if you are getting a refund, how are you going to invest that refund? Because I know a lot of people who get a refund, they just blow it within one to two months. So what we started doing now is educating our clients on how they can invest that in something else, whether it's a business, a company, whatever they feel like is going to help them create more wealth and income in their family. And then we also help with credit and business credit, which is just a tool for finances, but it will definitely help if they are small business owners to get their credit in line because as we all know, you need credit for anything, (laughs) whether it is buying a home, renting an apartment, getting a car, even a business loan, your credit is definitely a big key to that and helping people understand their FICO score and how to look at their credit report 
what they could be doing to bring down their credit utilization and understanding how to get business funding and business loans as well as business credit. So we consider ourselves a one-stop shop. We have a various variety of tools to help you with your finances and your expenses. Awesome. Tell us a 30-second version of why you started your business. I started my business because I felt as though when I was looking for someone to help me with certain things, I couldn't really find someone that I could connect with on a level to where I could trust them. When I started realizing how I helped myself and my own family and talking more about my mistakes is when I realized that a lot of people in my community who look just like me needed my help. They just lacked the education. So that's why I realistically started it for women and men like me who look like me, who have children, who are parents who just need that education to help them get to that next level of their life. Awesome. Now, if you had to give the enterprisers, what I call my listeners, one actionable tip to improve their businesses today, what would that be? Definitely get your expenses in order. Be as organized as possible. If you do not have a bookkeeper, look into getting a bookkeeper, establishing a relationship with a bookkeeper, or even educating yourself on how to get your expenses in order. Make sure that you file your taxes on time. If you are a business owner who are looking into quarterly taxes, which is the easiest way to file your taxes instead of yearly, look into quarterly taxes and educate yourself on that. Even if you don't come to me, go to someone that you can trust, that's educated, that's certified, and that can help you. And always get your credit in line. Because it's going to be a time where you're going to want to look into investors or getting a business loan or just not using your personal credit and start using your business credit. And you need to have that together. There should be no reason why you're looking for business credit and your personal credit isn't together. It looks bad on your business, especially if you are the owner, if you don't have all of those things together. So look into getting your finances organized and in order, separating your personal and your business expenses making sure that you're filing your taxes on time, (laughs) making sure that you're not behind and just having a schedule, having a calendar and making sure that you are accountable with the things that you have organized. Make sure you're doing it on time and don't lack on it. Don't be lazy. You know, make sure that you have that together. Once you have your finances together with your business, everything else is going to just fall into line automatically. Awesome. If people want to reach out to you and learn more from you or ask you questions, how can they do that? They can contact me on our website, which is www.bramontfinancial.com, which is B-R-A-I-M-E-N-T, financial.com. We have a contact form on the website. You can contact us on there. You can email us. Uh, We have our social media handles on there, or you can also subscribe to our email list where we send out free financial tips as well as credit tips and tips on taxes and bookkeeping and business in general to our subscribers so they can learn more about just the different news that's going on in the industry to help them with their businesses as well as their personal lives. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your knowledge, wisdom, and experience with the enterprisers. Thank you so much for having me. I come so appreciated. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app.
that helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.